0: Okie, okay, dokie okay, smokey.
1: Alright. Um, Alright, life update. I don't have that much. Um, We had Hunger Games Marathon this last weekend. Um, you, me, and Cassidy for the first two movies, and then just you and me for the part one and two. I cried several times. <laughs> um, The epilogue gets me every freaking time. The deaths get me every time. R.I.P. to every single character ever in that series. Good lord. Amen. Everybody dies. Don't get attached to anyone. Um, we bought tickets for the new movie. I'm so excited. This It comes out this Thursday, but we're going this Friday. Because I just can't do it on Thursday night. Mm-mm. Like, the the movie was going to be too late and I have work the next day. Um, our movie Friday is at 8.30, but it's on a Friday night. So, you know, hoopla. And we have it for RPX. I want to go back and see it in 4DX because I'm <laughs> really curious to see that what would it is be... like with the... Like motion seats and the wind and the rain, and that would be wild. Snow, it'd, it'd be fun. So, I'm kind of interested to go back and see it that way. So, if anybody wants to go, let me know. Um, but yes, had that marathon, living my best. I'm really hoping that they have popcorn buckets, souvenir popcorn buckets for the movies this weekend. Um, went and got my haircut yesterday. I got the Rachel cut from friends. No, season one Rachel got that haircut. So that's nice. Um RIP Matthew Perry. Finished Iron Flame. Wanted to hurl myself from the tallest building. So that's fine. If you finished it, you know. If you know, you know. We'll discuss it further during our wrap up because Hallie will have it done by then, hopefully. I will um and then you know the best thing that happened this week honestly was that Taylor Swift changed her lyrics to karma is the guy on the chiefs coming straight home to me and I've never been happier (laughs) all the videos of her dancers reacting of him reacting the videos of her running to him off the step behind the stage the videos of him waiting on her to run to him behind the stage everything's just so freaking cute hillary burton morgan has predicted that they're going to be married by may and honestly i'm with her. i think they're gonna get married i think this is her end game
0: and the fact that she's saying end game i'm like oh she's saying end game in the boyfriend
1: to ever like show up for her at a concert joe has been to some but he never like sits out front like travis was Mm -hmm. up front he knows what he's supposed to be doing we love a supportive king he was so proud of her you could just see the videos of him while she's performing i want somebody please tell me you got a video of travis while she is performing vigilante shit i need that video
0: oh i know um
1: but yeah so cute and i think they're gonna be together forever
0: I just love the fact that he's like, Well, I'm going with her on the tour. I'm like, Mike, see I'm a supportive king. You're giving so you're giving so many green flags. I am here yes. for it. Oh.
1: And I don't know if I mentioned I didn't mention this last week. I, I think we had recorded after they came in. I did get my new Throne of Glass sleeves came in. They're um, gorgeous. From Nerdy, Inc., and they are so pretty. They have foil in them. They are gorgeous they are on my instagram so go check those out because and order your own because they're amazing and i have found the ones that i'm gonna keep forever um and then my hufflepuff foil covers from nerdy ink also came in but i don't have another set of the books to put them on yet so they're just kind of chilling until i can get another set of the books So, I'm waiting until I go back to McKay's and then I'm going to try to find them. And even then, I really don't know where I'm going to put them because I don't have enough room to put a whole series like that on my shelf. So, they may wait until I move out. (laughs) We'll see. Um, Because I need more room. But, I also debated this weekend. I was looking at everything and I'm like, I'm running out of room again. And I debated what would happen if I ordered another three-tiered cart. (laughs) Good lord.
0: Too many books. But yeah, that's all I had this week. Um well, like Carmen said, we had the Hunger Games marathon. It was so much fun. Um and this was <laughs> I thought they were gonna kill me. Um, this was the first time that I had ever seen Catching Fire in its entirety.
1: And that one's my favorite book and movie. The part where it goes from widescreen to full screen, nobody no other movie will ever top that moment
0: for me. Like that is a <sighs> chef's kiss. Um, like I've seen bits and pieces of it, mainly the ones with Finnick. But anyways. Love him. Um, yeah, we did that. Um We went to the movies with dad over the weekend. We went and saw the Marvels. It was it was one of those Marvel movies where it's like, meh. It didn't leave a lasting impression. It was, ju- it was just a Marvel movie. At this point, I'm kind of getting burnt out on Marvel. Like, that fatigue. I've been
1: burnt out on Marvel since... <laughs> Spider-Man was the last good Marvel movie I
0: watched. The-
1: no yes. Way Home.
0: Yes. The Shang-Chi and No Way Home were the last ones for me that I, that I liked. Um... Got my copy of Iron Flame, and I am ready to be hurt. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> Carmen sent Carmen sent me an Emily videos in the group chat. It was just like, "Good luck. I bid thee farewell." I finished have that fun. book,
1: and I, if my parents wouldn't have been asleep, I'm not even joking. The book would have been thrown.
0: Would it have been a Mockingjay scenario? Thrown. It was.
1: It's pretty bad, and it's just like, Rebecca. There are so many annotations in my copy of the book where I'm literally just saying, Rebecca. Rebecca. Are you saying... Stop at the, it.
0: At the end, was it like with Klaus, Rebecca!
1: Yeah, that's literally how... That's the voice every single time... But tingle? Every single time that I would say it, I hear Klaus's voice in my head going, Rebecca. And honestly... I get it now. I understand him a lot better because I also want to savagely yell at Rebecca. She did a lot of things that I'm like, why? (laughs) A lot of things that, like, and it's nothing, nothing like Veronica Roth level bad. Like, it's just stuff that, like, as a reader, you're stressed out because of it. And you're just... I did write one of my last annotations um, on the next to last chapter. At the end of that chapter, I wrote, all right, Rebecca, that's it. You're on my list. So, good luck.
0: Yay. Um, Dad and I finished Attack on Titan. And I know I said in the last episode that there were three episodes. I lied. There were only two. I didn't realize that. So, yeah, finished that very very good i expected nothing less and we finished also finished loki season two very bittersweet about it this is it
1: isn't it because i saw a kid's video or yeah i saw the headline of an interview and i said
0: i said i'm gonna cry (laughs) i love loki and i love tom Middleston. well it's gonna suck
1: Because I was going through my YouTube Suggesteds and it had, like, an interview he did with Jimmy Fallon here recently. And it said something about it being his last time.
0: I know, but that's 14 years almost. Jesus.
1: Everybody's done. I think they're all pretty much over the mark. I mean, look at, like, Chris Pratt and all them. Like, they were like, no, we're done. Yeah. So everybody's pretty much finishing it up.
0: Yeah, I honestly think with now... Endgame game was the point where everybody's everybody like even the fans were like okay we're, we're done <laughs> we're over yeah. it we've been hurt enough
1: in game other than so since in game the only other movies that i've liked have been shang chi and spider and the spider-mans that's it mm-hmm. that's all that I've liked. i haven't i still haven't seen the newest guardians
0: that and it it was very good i would say out I of all the it. Marvel movies. Haven't. Out of all the Marvel movies that we've gotten in 2023, Guardians has always has been the best one. I don't even want to talk about Ant-Man Quantumania. <laughs> I don't even it want to. It was a
1: wild movie. It wasn't... A... It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. It I was a dis- Rudd too much to, like, disgrace it, it but... It
0: was, it was a bit of a letdown.
1: But I will say... Mr. Electro being in it was just real, like, <laughs> wow. Didn't expect him to be there.
0: Um, But I will say, though, Loki sees... The Loki show has become my number one favorite Marvel show. It's Loki's become uh, my favorite. Uh, yeah, One Division I think is my favorite right now. My le- my list goes with my top three. It goes Loki at number one, Falcon and the Winter Soldier at number two, and then One Division at number three. That's my.
1: I would probably do One Division, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then Loki. Mm-hmm. Although I just love, um... oh gosh, I can't think of his name now. The guy that's in Loki. Owen Owen Wilson? Yes. I could get the Owen. I kept wanting to say Owen Hunt. That is from Grey's Anatomy. I apologize. And also I hate him. Um, But (laughs) yeah, Owen Wilson. I love him so much. He's so
0: funny. Him and Mobius and Loki are so funny together.
1: I just love Owen Wilson. Like, even like, throwback to Night at the Museum. Like, what an iconic character.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. That's it. It's all for my ketchup. Okey-dokey.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Family Fiction Ooh, with Hallie and Carmen. So today, you know, if you're first time joining us, um, you want to go back and listen to last week's episode. Um, so this is the official book review of The Hawthorne Legacy by Jennifer Lynn Barnes, which is the second book in the Inheritance Games trilogy. Um, so if this is your first time joining us, go back and listen to last week's episode, which was the Inheritance Games. Um, if you haven't read the books and you want to read the books, then I wouldn't listen to this episode because this is going to have spoilers. Um, but before we get into that, let's discuss our currently reading. So I have two books going, as usual my audiobook right now is The Kingmaker by Kennedy Ryan and I am so close to being done with it like I only have an hour left in the audiobook so I'll be done with it really soon um it's really good so far I think so far I'm gonna give it like a four out of five because there there are parts that I'm like "Mm." I don't really like that (laughs) um mostly like Some of what is diminishing it for me is the narrators. I'm really, really picky on audiobook narrators. And I like the guy that's doing his voice. And I like the girl that's doing her voice. The only thing that I don't like is that you have alternating points of view. You have different actors doing the points of view. I cannot stand you've got these two actors. Why, when you're in his chapter and it's the guy narrating why is he doing her dialogue why wouldn't they edit into like she still does her own dialogue and he still does his own dialogue in her chapters because I can't stand a male narrator trying to do a woman's voice I just can't like I don't like it um I am okay with it when it's a woman doing a man's voice it's just guys doing a girl's voice it just grates my nerves but I digress it's pretty good so far and I really like it it's a romance so that is not what I expected um, I don't know why I just didn't expect like they were talking about it being like scandal and I just wasn't expecting it to be like an actual like romance. Um, and so there's some people in our book club that I feel like are gonna like it but I'm liking it so far. Interesting enough to like want to read the second one when it's done and then my physical read right now is devious obsession by s Massery. so this is the second book in the hockey gods series which the first one was brutal obsession which i recently finished it's the book i finished before i started iron flame um so this is the second book so each book is about a different guy on the hockey team so this one's about steel (sighs) my oh my (laughs) i'm really getting into these dark romances and So far, like her books have been great. Like, if you're wanting to get into dark romance, but you don't want to go full throttle haunting Adeline, um, I think Brutal Obsession obviously would be where you'd start. I think it's a great beginner's dark romance because it's like it's dark, it's a little bit more smutty than regular romance, but it's not anything like too crazy. So I think it's a good starter. So yeah, Devious Obsession is the one I'm on right now, and it's so good so far. I'm invested.
0: Um, well, my currently reading—I'm not started it yet. I'm probably gonna start it tonight. Um, is Iron Flame by Rebecca Yaros, and I am scared for my life. Good luck. Is that Pixie? Yes. I can hear her
1: digging on the door, but it's been going on for so long that I'm like, is that her cat?
0: She she hates it when the doors are shut, and I'm not letting her in. That's Sammy as well. So, <laughs> um,
1: I'm excited for you to read Iron Flame. I'm excited to get the Snapchats. I'm I don't know. I need to ask Emily if she wants to borrow my copy. So she borrowed my Fourth Wing copy. Um, I need to see if she wants to borrow mine again, or if she's wanting to, if she's getting her own because she tends to go back and forth a little bit. But well, she got a Kindle now, so she might end up just buying it on her own. But She usually likes reading my copies because I do a lot of annotations. Yes. And she likes reading what I've written down. I can't wait for you to finish it so you can flip through my annotations. I posted some on my Instagram. It took
0: everything in me to not look at them. Don't look at them. I didn't.
1: Don't look at them. If you haven't read Iron Flame, don't look at them. But if you have, I did post some of my annotations on my Instagram. And they're pretty funny, but they like if you haven't read the book, it's going to be some pretty big spoilers.
0: Yeah, you're going to be getting lots of videos. Yes, I will, because
1: (laughs) it was so hard. So there was only one other person I knew that had read it, and so I could only talk with that person, which is fine. Like, her and I were going back and forth. It's the girl who hosts our book club. Um, Her and I were talking about it like crazy. But, like, it was so hard, because, like, you and Emily are who I usually talk to, and So then Cassidy ended up getting a lot of late night Snapchats because she's never read the books and she's probably not going to and because she just doesn't she's not I mean she reads but not as often as we do and so I was sending her these Snapchats (laughs) and bless her heart like they're so out of context but I like there was several moments I just needed to vent.
0: (laughs) Poor Pixie. Pixie, get in here. Pixie. Hallie,
1: if it makes you feel any better, just think of yourself as Taylor Swift. Her cats also get underfoot while she's performing. Your cat is getting underfoot while we're recording. (laughs) So, we can feature her meow in a podcast episode. I just let you
0: in here and now you won't back out.
1: We can feature her meow in a podcast episode like um, one of her cats' meows is in Now That We Don't Talk do you hear it i hear it i don't hear it i was listening to it in the car today and i heard the meow we'll have to do it after we record i'll have to listen
0: to it pixie (laughs) she said hello
1: i'm here okay
0: okay back to it
1: so moving off of that today's discussion is the hawthorne legacy by jennifer lynn barnes this is the second book in the inheritance games trilogy like i
0: said do you want to read our synopsis Sure thing. So, do you read both of those. hmm Okay. So, the Inheritance Games ended with a bombshell, and now heiress Avery Grams has to pick up the pieces and find the man who might hold the answers to all of her questions, including why Tobias Hawthorne left his entire fortune to Avery, a virtual stranger, rather than to his own daughters or grandsons. Thanks to a DNA test, Avery knows that she's not a Hawthorne by blood, but clues pile up hinting at a deeper connection to the family than she had ever imagined. As the mystery grows and the plot thickens, Grayson and Jameson, the enigmatic and magnetic Hawthorne grandsons, continue to pull Avery in different directions, and there are threats lurking around every corner as adversaries emerge who will stop at nothing to see Avery out of the picture by any means necessary. Dun-dun-dun. Yes. So
1: we start out the book, um, Avery is still reeling from the discovery that she had been playing chess with the guy's uncle, Toby, in the park for ages. So, this is Tobias Hawthorne, but his son? Yes, yes. Tobias Hawthorne's son. Yes. Um, uh, Avery attends a football game. Since she owns the team now and all, fireworks go off and she is triggered Thinking gets gunfire. Grayson and Jamison co- both comfort her. We love a good like PTSD moment with some comfort care. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I would love to. <laughs> I don't think I would go to a football game even if I owned the team because I just I don't watch football now. No. However, if it's a Chiefs game, <laughs> I'm on my way. Because if you own the team, that means you get to sit in the box with Taylor Swift, right? Yes, sure. Um, Avery tells Grayson about to- she
0: just opened the door. <laughs> How did that happen? Betsy! Oh, you have a ghost. Okay, I gotta go close. I am concerned. <laughs> you need to keep that in there.
1: There's a ghost. Get out of that
0: there.
1: That door opened and I thought Christy was gonna be on the other side of it and she was not. She, my cat just opened the door. That was wild. Anyways, Anyways. Um, Avery tells Grayson about Toby and the chest situation and he tells her not to speak about it to anyone else. Boy, I beg to differ. I'm about to go over there and tell my boy James. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Screw that. Avery's bodyguard tells her about the list, which is a list of people who are sus (laughs) and may try to kill her. Is this Among Us? Love love a good list of people trying to kill me. (laughs) Love a good list. Yeah um avery starts looking into the history of tobias hawthorne and how he supposedly died there was a fire and a storm and his body was never recovered the press said a girl named kayla rooney started the fire we didn't start the fire (laughs) it was always burning um avery finds a cipher disc in toby's old wing Xander finds some lines from a poem called A Poison Tree. Love that. Lovely. <laughs> Rebecca, Thea, and Xander are planning a memorial for Emily's birthday. No. Um, Avery and Jameson find a code in a legal book in the library using a black light they decipher the code and realize Toby is adopted this mo- this book just had like one plot twist like cliffhanger i know
0: it was like there was <laughs> like, something happening okay. like every page like
1: i kept feeling like at this point this was the point in the book where i really started to feel like i needed to get my own like whiteboard and have like a like a murder board situation going we yeah. have like the str- like a style Stolinski, Like, yeah. I need the red, yellow, and green strings. What's the red for?
0: It's for all the unsolved stuff. There's it's mostly all red. red on the board. It's all red. I'm, yeah, I'm I know. Using mostly red at the. Moment. <laughs> um.
1: Avery realizes that Toby's signature matches the one on her birth certificate. Is Avery a Hawthorne after all? See, I'm telling you, like, just plot twist after another. And I was just like, okay, is she related to Toby? Is Toby her father? Is Toby not her father? Like somebody give me an answer. Avery and Jameson look at Tobias's old will. Tobias was going to give money to different charities that were related to those who died on the island with Toby. Sky reveals that she's sleeping with Ricky Graham's gross and also that the charities in the will relate to her four sons see and this is why i thought like avery's dad was going to come back and be like more of an issue than he was especially when that was revealed that him and sky were sleeping together i just really thought that was going to play out differently avery and her best friend max talk about everything that has been going on max comes to stay with avery while her life is possibly in danger
0: i love max
1: So, I like Max, too. I just got a little sick of all the... Yeah. ...lingo. Yeah. Um, Jameson and Grayson go off to meet Grayson's biological father, who is convinced that Toby set the island on fire and killed everyone. Wonderful. He thinks Tobias paid a lot of people off at the time. Xander has possibly found out that Toby met his friends in rehab, and they all connected there before going to the island together. Avery figures out that the part of Tobias's will, talking about True North, is talking about their vacation home in Colorado. Avery is determined to go there, and her lawyer confirms it'll be fine by the will if Avery stays away for a couple of days. And this was the moment I really, like, thought, okay, here we go. Jameson, shoot your shot, boy. Um, At the vacation home, they find a hidden room in there is a message, presumably one passed between Sky and Zara, about a big fight they once had. There's also a photo of a man in there. It's thought that this is Nash's father. Hello, sir. They also find a coded message for which they need Tobias' wedding ring to crack. Jameson and Grayson arrive after everyone else. This is what I'm saying, like I was ready for Jameson to shoot shot up here in this cabin. Oh, yeah. Jameson and Avery make out in the hot tub. Yes, ma'am. And things are getting spicy when a mysterious figure shows up in the woods. Love that. Is it Zade? For real. He's always watching. (laughs) Avery is rushed back to Hawthorne House. The group head to Zara's suite to search for the wedding ring. Zara catches them immediately because they're not subtle. (laughs) let lets them look at the ring as a trade for a ring that Nan has. Instead, both rings have inscriptions that probably mean something. The inscriptions are coordinates. This time, pointing to a vacation home in Costa Rica.
0: Freaking vacation houses everywhere! I know.
1: I wish. <coughs> Excuse me. Libby and Nash have been looking for Toby slash Harry. The whole sky. <laughs> yes, okay. Here we go again. <laughs> Here I am homeless. homeless. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here we go again. If you listen to last episode, last week's episode, then you know. And they get given, they get given, they get given a note telling them to stop looking. Xander reckons that Bex's mother is Toby's biological mom. Avery goes straight to Mrs. Laughlin, who confirms their theory. Avery says she thinks Toby is her father and Miss Laughlin is suddenly really nice to her. Now they might be related. Wow. See, that was really sus, too. Like, girl, now you want to be nice?
0: Red flags Come everywhere.
1: Sky and Ricky are trying to get a TV interview, but Alyssa tells Avery and Grayson to do one instead. <sighs> Here we go with the and the crossing oh. of my heart. The interview is going okay until Avery almost gives everything away and Ga- Grace, Jason, <laughs> Grayson gets really mad. Grayson kisses Avery to get her to stop talking. Yep. I don't know if that's a red flag or a green flag or beige, maybe? Manila? Um, following the lead from the rings, Libby and Nash go to Costa Rica. I would also like to go to Costa Rica with a billionaire. Thank you. Nash's father is the caretaker there. He gives them a vial containing some powder that should work to reveal the secret message from Colorado. The Colorado note was written by Tobias, and it says that Toby didn't die on Hawthorne Island. They're directed to a safe deposit box, which has papers showing Tobias' search for Toby over the years. Avery realizes that the locations that Tobias was looking, that Toby supposedly was, match a bunch of postcards that her mother was receiving over the years. (coughs) Avery looks into those postcards and realizes that there are lots of love notes between Toby and Avery's mom, Hannah. Avery realizes that Hannah was Kaylee's sister. Kayla. I think that's what this was supposed to be. I think Not it's Kaylee. Kayla. <laughs> um, the Rooney family are drug dealers near Hawthorne Island. That was really crass and direct. Um, Avery tries to reach out, but they are having none of it. The police report from the night of the fire reveals that Toby soaked the house in petrol, but he didn't set the fire. Instead, lightning struck and the house went up in flames. What bad luck. Like, honestly. Yeah. Why am I just constantly thinking about that stupid story that, um, why can I not think of um, D- Joe Biden? Good Lord. I want to call him Bill. I don't know why. Um, that Joe Biden told about his f- home being <laughs> struck by lightning oh trey kennedy talked about it on his podcast and it was so funny um he was trying to be relatable to people in hawaii that were literally losing their homes to fires by saying that his house once got struck by lightning and Uh, almost caught on fire
0: oh my gosh
1: joe shut up just be quiet toby was injured in the fire and hannah nursed him eventually they fell in love Avery is about to head home from Hawthorne Island when her plane explodes. Avery is is hospitalized for a week. And this is the part where I was mad at Grayson. (sighs) I was... Listen, I have never been more angry with a potential love interest a day in my life. That part was so infuriating. When that plane blew up, I gasped while reading and then he just stood there. And I was like, boy, she's literally like roasted chicken sitting there on the ground sizzling and dying. And you're just... You're standing there. Standing there. Grayson, get your butt up and go over there. And doesn't Jameson say something to him later about it? I think he Somebody does. Somebody says something. I can't remember if it's her or Jameson that, like, gets on him like, dude. Maybe both. Help a sister out. Um, Ricky and Skye are thought to have placed the bomb and are arrested. But it was actually Sheffield Grayson. Because he's a knob. <laughs> Avery takes a DNA test and it's revealed that Ricky is Avery's biological father not Toby but how does that explain the birth certificate? Thea knocks on Avery's door and leads her down a secret passage this is a trap (laughs) just I'm telling you plot twist after plot twist after plot twist Bex is being held prisoner and Thea had to cooperate with Sheffield Grayson in order to save her Avery's maid Melly knocks avery out avery wakes up tied to a chair the room seems to be soaked in petrol these people really like setting fires i know
0: a bunch of arsonists
1: sheffield grayson is there and he's trying to draw toby out he doesn't know that toby isn't avery's biological father he blames toby for his nephew's death turns out that toby does actually have a daughter a girl named eve she is Melly's sister. Melly has been working with a security guard called Eli because they want Toby to look after Eve. I just... Uh, I don't like her when she shows up. No. Toby finally shows up. He distracts Sheffield so Avery can escape. Melly kills Sheff- Sheffield. Toby and Avery talk. He says he's not her biological father, but because he loved Hannah, he always thought of Avery as his daughter. It's kind of wholesome. Honestly, though... Yeah. But, like... You always thought of her as your daughter, but at what point were you a father figure to her? All you did was play chess with her in the park.
0: <laughs> as a homeless guy.
1: As the homeless Harry. Um, I don't get it. Toby says he can't stay, but we'll provide. We'll provide for Eve somehow. Avery and Jameson kiss on the roof. Heck yeah! Sparks fly. Um, age. <laughs> Who is that supposed to be? (laughs) It says age. That's not a name. Somebody telling him to find Toby appears.
0: It's somebody. I don't know who it is. I can't remember. But that
1: sentence doesn't even make sense. Telling him to find Toby appears.
0: Is it the guy? Somebody tells. Is it the. Jameson
1: to find Toby?
0: Appears. Is it the guy who's the
1: bad one in the final gambit? probably let's just ignore that bullet point because yeah the sentence doesn't even make sense so once again we get all of our recaptions from recaptains website it will be linked in the description down below um they're all they're quite funny like whoever does them like adds in their own opinions because he's a knob (laughs) which is a little sus like that part um so, it is pretty interesting if you want to go read those for yourself. But the last bullet point doesn't quite make sense. Okay. um, Discussion. So, this book was just, like, very stressful for me. More so than the first or last one. Because I felt like the second book had more... I think it had less clues. Like, more less riddles and puzzles and more just, like... Reveals. Stuff just happening left and right.
0: Oh, yeah. And the... reveals, yeah. Yeah, the Hawthorne Legacy... Is way more chaotic than the first one and the last one. Like, yes, it's the one that has the most. It's the middle child, it's the middle child, it's the chaotic middle it has child, it's middle child syndrome.
1: Um, it honestly, like, yeah, like the second one had less riddles, less puzzles, and just more chaos. Yeah, lots of things happening, and it was the only one that like really kept me on my toes of like because I was convinced the entire time I was like, Toby's her father, I just know it, and then surprise, nope. And then you were just like, okay, okay, okay. Let's regroup. (laughs) And then she kisses Jameson on the roof and my heart is whole. I never, like, I was on the fence between who I wanted her to be with until this book. This book made it very clear to me that I wanted her to be with Jameson. Oh, yeah, 100%. Specifically, I was already on the fence, but then, like, the moment that she was literally, like, roasting alive has been blown up and grayson's just standing there i was yelling at the book why are you just standing there what are you doing help her <laughs> help me help you like, move move an inch just you know take a step forward look like you're gonna help like it doesn't take that much effort grayson <laughs> just look like you're gonna help i
0: know jameson would have run in there like no hesitation so throw caution to the wind yes and so ever since
1: that so going into the third book i already was like not grayson's biggest fan Mm -hmm. because i was like
0: i wasn't grayson's biggest fan but then the third book makes it much 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 worse you just stood there i just
1: think about that scene from the vampire diaries when caroline's yelling at tyler because he didn't help just stood there you just stood there and her and elena are being tortured or whatever that's fun i hate tyler oh i love tyler I can't,
0: he looks like a toe <laughs>
1: <At> hallie brock <laughs> we will not have this discussion
0: him and matt him and matt
1: okay my thing with matt donovan is <laughs> i think he's attractive he's just annoying <laughs> die already he's <laughs> the only he's the only How have you survive? Survive. he just gets annoying specifically you haven't watched the whole show so in the last seasons he's the most annoying person alive like matt will you please just mind your own
0: well Stop the it. reason i quit listen i i stopped watching vampire diaries at season four. Because I got so sick and tired of Elena. But
1: season four is when it gets good. When Elena becomes a vampire and turns off her humanity, that is the best Elena.
0: I just, I can't. Did you watch To Where She Was a Vampire? I watched like, I watched season, I watched two, I watched the first two episodes of season four.
1: Hallie, when she turns her humanity off, it's golden. She is fantastic. Her character takes a big shift and she's not as annoying as she is. She changes so much after she becomes a vampire.
0: I've debated about picking it back up.
1: Do it. She changes so much after she becomes a vampire. I love it. It's so funny. She really cracks me up once she turns her humanity off. Oh, goodness. It's a good time. Um, We're off subject. Hello. Anyways. um, But yeah, I like the second one. I think... I think I still stand by the fact that the first one was my favorite. Oh, the first one was the best. But I think I would rate them in order. Like, I think I would be, it would be the first one, then the second one, then the third one. Mm-hmm. The third one comes back to, like, more puzzles, yeah. which is fun. But the third one... So, that I would say really the first wa- one is lots of puzzles, lots of riddles, lots of secret passageways. The second one is just chaos. And the third one is some puzzles and just... It's more, tying a bow. It's more on the story. The
0: final gambit is more mellowed out. Yeah, and so I'm real curious to see what happens in the Brothers Hawthorne and in the Grandest Game when it comes out.
1: Honestly, so the Inheritance Games think of it as here's your world, here's all, here's all the nooks and crannies of this house, here's these characters, here's some puzzles and riddles to keep you entertained. Then come into the Hawthorne legacy and I'm gonna blow up everything you thought you knew based off the first book and I'm gonna make you second guess every freaking thing there's gonna be plot twist after plot twist it's just pure chaos and then you come into the final gambit and it's okay we're gonna wrap up all of our loose ends and we're gonna tie a neat little bow on top yeah kind of think of it if any of you have ever watched (laughs) Smitty and friends play Mario Kart um Think of the Inheritance games as them being in the lobby in the beginning of the video. The Hawthorne Legacy is them actually playing Mario Kart and it's just straight yelling the entire time. And then the Final Gambit is them returning to the lobby after Uh, a race.
0: Here, I'll (laughs) paint an even better picture. The Hawthorne Legacy is the time when they did the customized... ...stuff and had blue shells only. That is the Hawthorne legacy. Yes, that is the Hawthorne legacy. <laughs> that is like the, the Hawthorne legacy. Straight up
1: rage screaming the entire time. It's chaos. Oh, love it. Do they have a group name? I was thinking about that the other day. Every YouTube compilation I ever see just says Smitty and Friends. Like, <laughs> they don't have a... They need a squad name. Um, But yes, I like the Hawthorne legacy it's not my favorite but it's not my least favorite the whole series like the whole trilogy is amazing oh, and yeah. like even like with the final gambit being my least favorite of the trilogy it doesn't mean it's bad like it's so amazing um yeah just pure chaos that's all i've got to say about the hawthorne legacy yep and just you know team jameson all the way mm-hmm. um okay a short one again our book reviews are usually pretty short if you guys are just joining like our book reviews are literally just us going through the synopsis and adding in any notes where we see that we want to add them in sometimes things branch off into a thorough discussion and sometimes they don't um if you've read fourth wing go listen to our fourth wing episode that one's very detailed god that was like what two hours yeah and then the crescent city one that we did so it really depends on the book too these are not bigger books in comparison to most of the books that we read. Mm -mm. Um, Our reviews of the Shadow and Bone series were very short too. Like, with books like this, it's kind of hard to get into too much detail because, like, it's already laid out in the synopsis. Um, But with, like, bigger books, lots of detail. Lots of rabbit holes to go down. Um, And honestly, these book reviews, I think we would have a lot more details to say if we hadn't already, like, finished the series of them. So, like, With Fourth Wing, when we discussed Fourth Wing, we were discussing the book, what had happened, and what we predicted was going to happen, what we think is going to happen in book two, stuff like that. So, it's kind of harder to keep going whenever you know how the story
0: ends. (laughs) When I finally read House of Sky and Breath, that'll be a really long episode.
1: I bid thee farewell on that one as well, because that one's pretty rough. Um, no game this week. Um next week we are going to be talking about the final gambit which is the last book of the trilogy um be sure to let us know below if you've read these books and which book was your favorite in the trilogy and were you team jameson or team grayson let us know um but yeah i think that's all i've got on the hawthorne legacy
0: yeah all
1: right well um be sure to raise five stars um follow the channel and be sure to follow our social medias which will be all linked down below um and we will see you guys in next week's wrap up of the inheritance games trilogy thanks for listening
0: bye